Yeah, I uh, flew in, I guess, two days ago mm-hmm. for game five of the World Series. They lost. Very good game. Um, and now we are. What was the score? Was it like, did it go to the Three end? to two. Three to two. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was a phenomenal game. I mean, it, the, the series Phillies is were, pretty exciting. Yeah. It's really exciting. The Phillies were, are, they were like, a, you know, it's like the best baseball is when it's a play away from a win. You know, they were literally a play away from winning. Um, but the Astros are like thought to be maybe the greatest baseball team ever assembled. And the Phillies really? are like giving them a run for the money. So Yeah, yeah. right, right. All right, cool. Well, yeah, that's man. Cool. Uh, we're, well, it's been a, we're it's been a while. Yeah, we're I know. It's been a <laughs> You know, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like there's been <laughs> I don't even know. I think it's what, pretty easy to uh, explain. Yeah. What what is it? We don't get paid to do this and when <laughs> <laughs> This is a hobby, okay? And right. when real life happens and I had a baby you have got yeah. stuff going on and also just like we take little mental health breaks sometimes where it's yeah. just like it's it's we have fun because me and you get to banter but sometimes it becomes all too real and it's just like cool we just get to keep get jumping on and talking about how horrible the world is maybe I'd rather just spend some time with my kids yeah. <laughs> while we're still here <laughs> and you know summers yeah. you know you want to spend time with the kids in the summer we take a little break and you know, start paying us. We'll do it year round if we make some money. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, I agree with all that. I mean, for me, yeah. definitely like the the weekly grind of just like following the news yep. can it's like soul destroying after a while. You know, like 100%. especially like like this year. I mean, who thought that Roe v. Wade would be overturned? You know, this. I mean, it's just like I am pretty shocked not shocked you know like like probably like everybody else that you know given who's on yep. the supreme court but at the same time it's like wow that is crazy it's you know and that's just like the tip of the iceberg of like the horrible stuff that has happened this year so you know um that being yeah, said it's it's, fr- it's frustrating and it's you know uh pathetic it's sad it's it's all of the stuff but yeah i mean it's it becomes a little uh, defeating after a while. And it's sometimes nice, like, like you know, when we don't do the podcast, I look at the lo- the news a lot less. Mm-hmm. And I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I've been talking to a lot of people about this. Like, to, to what extent yeah. do they follow the news? And, like, everybody's like, I feel like I should, you know, follow the news. Mm-hmm. And I should mm-hmm. be, you know, it's like my duty as a citizen to be, like, at least, like, kind of semi-informed. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, unlike before, the news is just all around us all the time, you know, that whereas before you could like, you know, read the newspaper in the morning and maybe watch the nightly news and, you know, that's kind of it. And and then you go on to the next day and this um, kind of full court media press that comes from all different directions uh, regarding news now is like it's like you have to you have to build a day to escape it. You know, it's like yep. the opposite. It's like it's so mm-hmm. prevalent that um, you have to like ca- carve out a niche that is your life to escape yep. <laughs> this unremitting, you know, conveyor belt of bad news. Or you need to just like be so aware of the, you know, 
there's definitely some horrible stuff going on. There always is horrible stuff going on, but a lot of it is amplified and yeah. you know, the, the, the catchy uh, titles of the articles and you know, like world's ending if you read the news, but mm-hmm. it's not, you know, I mean, we've talked about this before. I, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> I actually don't. Um, but yeah, it can get to you because the phone's just in your hand. I mean, it's just, it's relentless. Um, so yeah, but we're back. We are back. Right. And, and look, it makes sense that we're back now because there's an election on Tuesday. Um, <sighs> would you is, like to come back before the elections? Oh my God. I mean, yeah. so there's, there's so many, um, different races and stuff we can talk about. And I've got a couple that I want to talk about, but okay, let's just do it. Let's do it. This is no politics at the dinner table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Amit Prakash. This week we are doing something a little bit different. Tony and I are going to chat a little bit about the impending election on Tuesday, which is going to change the course of this country politically, maybe socially as well. But let's jump right into it. All right. You know, you and I always talk about Pennsylvania as the bellwether, um, specifically Bucks County. But, you know, Pennsylvania generally has like all of American politics and all of its kind of hues um, like fit right in, you know, whether it's uh, urban kind of democratic politics that comes out of Philly um, or the the one time Obama voter to the Trump voter in the Philly suburbs and like Bucks County and stuff. Uh, and then you've got, you know, Western Pennsylvania, AKA Pennsylvania, you know, which is like super rural and you know, it's like, it's like a different world. So it, in it, it's almost like a very a representative sample of a lot of different types of American voters. And we've got like two races there, one for governor and one for Senator. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously the one for Senator has gotten a lot of play. Um, but I still want to talk about it because it's, it's, I mean, can you see what Donald Trump has started? It's Dr. Oz, the freaking guy from, from Oprah, um, is now going to be, or poised to be maybe, um, it's going to be a squeaker, I think, um, Senator versus Mm -hmm. John Fetterman, um, and for those of you who don't know, I've been, I've been following John Fetterman for like 10 years now because yeah, you've been he, on him. Yeah, because he, you know, he was featured in the New York Times like it was at least a decade ago now. And he was rebuilding uh, a Western Pennsylvania rural town that was part of the sort of, you know, steel slash now rust belt. Um, and it was really depressed. And basically he took a lot of buildings and gave them to artists and, you know, and and there was like a rejuvenation of this small town. Um, and he was the mayor, um, and he's in Western Pennsylvania, which is usually extremely Republican, um, uh, even more so now, but, but sort of generally has been Republican. Um, but he was a Democrat and he was, uh, a kind of a Democrat in the mold of not quite, you know, Bernie Sanders, but leaning in that direction, um, and and he won and he won repeatedly and then he became lieutenant governor and now he's running for senator um 
he's also like, <laughs> you see this guy, he's, I think he's six foot nine or six foot eight or something like that. He is absolutely enormous. Um, he wears shorts and like a hoodie to everything. Um, and he's, you know, he's got like tattoos. He's got, you know, he, he does not look like an American Senator. Right. Um, and his policies are really just kind of like the left wing of the democratic party. So I obviously love him. Um, and I'm, you know, fingers crossed that he's going to win. Uh, but for those who don't know, um, he did have a stroke, uh, a couple months ago now. Um, and that has kind of changed the dynamic of this campaign completely. Um, did you see the, uh, the debate between him and Oz or any? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. You did? Okay. I watched the whole thing. What was your takeaway? That someone from the Fetterman campaign, someone or, or many people should be fired immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a disaster. Politically speaking, it was a disaster. I mean, I felt horrible for him. Right. Um, I felt, uh, I have, a, I had a lot of emotions. I mean, I woke up the next day affected by it. Um, but I also woke up the next day thinking if somebody doesn't want to vote for him now, I get it. He, mm -hmm. he looked like he couldn't form thoughts. I mean, he had a stroke. He started off by saying, hello, good night. I mean, that's like the level of confusion that's going on in his brain right now. And I don't, I don't know anything about like his actual neurological capabilities. I, I, I read a little bit about it and it seems like some doctors have said he's fine. It's a speech yeah. thing. Right. Um, but who cares? Like he looked terrible. It was, it, and Dr. Oz looked great in terms yeah. of, uh, sparring. I mean, Dr. Oz is a TV personality, so he's uh, yeah, got the exactly. advantage anyway. Right. Um, thank God they asked him about abortion a few things where he looked like a complete maniac. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're literally, as a Pennsylvania voter, you're left with, like, do I not vote? Which is a problem. Do I vote for a guy that I liked that I saw him debate and I'm actually not sure if he's okay? Like, if he's fit for office? That's, mm -hmm. that's a valid, valid concern. Or do I vote for a maniac that is pandering to election deniers and is anti-abortion and is everything we're not. That's not a good position to be in. And what I don't understand is why this call was made. Fetterman was slightly ahead in all of the polls. There was no gain here. There was zero gain. Like do a practice round. You would have known this couldn't happen. You couldn't, you would have known that this would have happened. And I just like, you know, me and you do this all the time where we're like, Pay us. Like, I, I would have said, are you out of your fucking mind? No, he's doing great on Twitter. He's, his ads are beautiful. He's really making Dr. Oz look nuts. Right. And then it was just, I, I, watching Dr. Oz, like, smirk, even though he, he didn't throw any low blows, which was part mm -hmm. of his strategy. Like, he would have looked yeah. badly if he picked on the guy that clearly has a disability. Um, but he, he, he the, the, the moderators, like, stopped doing follow-ups because it was, it was nonsense. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I watched was, a bunch of really, I really a bunch of it. I didn't watch it live, but I watched it on YouTube like the next day. And uh, yeah, I mean, they were trying to do all this damage control the next day. Like, yeah, this is not really John's format, and blah blah blah. And it was like, oh, I know, you know like the campaign. And it was like, you know, this was this was a train wreck, right? I mean, this was this was really, really, you know, just in terms of 
Um, because all, all that really matters is this are the clips that come out and then are circulated and then become attack ads. Um, and, you know, as we know, like the super PACs can, they have this like false degree of separation from the candidate. So stuff will come out. Fetterman will look bad. People are going to be like, oh, he's, you know, not mentally fit and able for office. He's unhealthy. Um, and fair. Yeah. It looked that way. Well, it looked that way. Um, the thing is, is, I mean, like, but here's the thing, though, is, is that he's been cleared by multiple doctors. And there have been cases in the Senate over the generations that you've got all sorts of people who, you know, all these guys are like really old and have all sorts of conditions, you know, like that's fine. Like Bernie, Bernie had debate. a heart attack. Bernie had a heart attack, like on, on, on the campaign trail. Right. So this is really more about the symbolism, right? It's not about the sort of the actual, it's like how it looks, you know? Um, well, that's and, not necessarily true. I have to jump in. He will not release his full medical records. Federal well, I mean, so I'm just saying you, you look, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. I believe the mm -hmm. doctor that cleared him. I don't think there's a conspiracy yeah. that like John Fetterman has yeah. no brain and, and he's a puppet. I don't think any of that. But if you're on the fence, because we could talk about all the stuff going on in Pennsylvania, specifically the Philadelphia area with crime and uh, violence and all of the stuff, which, you know, you're going to get blamed. Whoever's in office is going to get blamed. When you look like that on TV, and then you also say, I won't release my full medical records. It feels like, well, then you're hiding something. Maybe it's high blood pressure. Maybe it's, maybe it's nothing to do with the stroke and he just doesn't want it out there. Probably. Mm -hmm. But come on. That's, that, I don't know. It just, yeah, after no, no, that I, performance and then I, saying, I won't release the full thing. I, 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 was, I sat back and, and I literally, I was on a text with like 10 guys that I talked politics with. They're all mm -hmm. in Philly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I get it. If people aren't going to vote for him now, I, I, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. I, I agree with you. I agree. And, th and this, this is why I also agree that this was just like a colossal campaign error to say yes to this debate. Right. You know, like they could have and they also could have like done it in many different ways. Right. They could have done uh, a pre-recorded thing. They could have done, um, you know, written questions. Nothing. That, that, How know, about like there's nothing. There's so, but, but there's so many. You have to like you know, um, punch back at 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 your opponent, right? So that and and you can't run and hide because that also be, makes people like, well, well, there's a big question mark there. Then why is why is he like you know? No, hiding? there's not. All you have to do is go. I don't debate election deniers. You have this. You have this. You have this mic drop thing, which is valid. I cannot debate a human being that doesn't believe our elections are fair. We have nowhere to go from here. If Dr. Oz comes out tomorrow and says he believes Joe Biden wants fair and square, I'll debate him. Dr. Oz wasn't going to do it. You could, there's tactics you could do to, to neg him and make him look terrible while also getting out because you're going to lose. You're also trying to debate a dude who's on ABC. He's a TV yeah, person. Yeah. He got trained. He, yeah. can, he can read a yeah. prompter with his eyes closed. You're, you're fucked. Right. right. I'm right. sorry. Anyway, no, I'm ranting, but no. I'm angry about it. That's a, that's a good point. That's a, I didn't think about that. that, 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 that would, You're that an election a, denier, buddy. Strategy. I yeah. don't debate election deniers. Yeah. Sorry. If you, so if, speak, all your other stuff, of, we could debate. Speaking of election deniers, so, so for the governor, um, we've got Josh Shapiro and Doug Mastriano.
I ever tell you that I spent a weekend with Doug Mastriano? Like romantically? <laughs> I mean, it was before I met your sister. Uh, no, it was... Um, no, so when I was teaching in, in Brooklyn, um, yeah. there was this thing called the Foreign Policy Research Institute that used to have conferences for high school teachers over at the... Um, the uh, Army First Division Museum out in uh, uh-huh. Illinois. And so I went to one of these conferences and Mastriano, who was recently out of the military, was one of the speakers there. And it's like a two night thing and we're put up in a hotel and we have dinners and there's talks and blah, blah, blah. And I ended up like hanging out with this guy um, for like two full days. Um, heard him speak he was he gave a trash talk it was terrible um i mean there's a lot of other good talks and you know a lot of other talks that i didn't agree with politically but they were still like like solid talks you know um he was just i mean it was just like unbelievable how outclassed he was compared to the other speakers um but i ended up eating dinner with him one night and um he is like vacant, like there's nothing really there. Um, like in terms like a hedge of, fund guy or something. He no no no. He was just like a, he was an army guy, and then mm. um, he got into some business stuff. But I don't think it was finance. Maybe it was fine. I don't know. Um, but um, he's just like uh, I just remember him, and he stood out because I was like why is this guy here? Like, like this guy does not belong on any of these stages because like, there's some other like really good speakers here that, that, you know, again, like it's, it was pretty like center, right. I would say was like the, the vibe, you know, it's, it's held at the first division museum of the army. Right. So it's going to be like, you know, kind of gung ho in terms of like, and it was on military policy and stuff. Uh, but you know, you could like agree to disagree with like the rational arguments made by your opposition. Like, I was like, okay, like they have some arguments there. I disagree with them, whatever. This guy was just like talking about, you know, how Woodrow Wilson tried to ruin the United States. And he was like, you know, like, you know, like, um, basically, uh, kind of signaling that, you know, Wilson was really just a puppet of Jewish financiers and like, like, I mean, all of this stuff. And I was but wasn't like, Wilson like a Nazi. Wilson was not a Nazi. He was more no. KKK. He can't clan guy. I mean, yeah, he was, you know, he was a Southern Democrat, right. Um, right. In the, you know, 1910s, um, uh, resegregated Princeton university. And before he did that with the government, right. Um, right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, so like that's, that's who might be governor <laughs> of, of Pennsylvania, but he's running no. way behind Shapiro. Um, he's toast. And again, but nobody the, likes him. Again, we don't know. Um, I don't know, like the polls, actually the polls kind of matter now. Like this is what I've learned, like hearing about these polls over time is just like when they do these polls, like 10 months out, it, it's meaningless. It's absolutely meaningless because most of the world, most of the voters don't care. And they're just like randomly like, yeah, sure, this guy or that guy. And then people actually start paying attention like the week before, sometimes even the weekend before uh, actual voting. And that's when the polls come to matter. Right. Sure. Um, And and the positive thing is that uh, Shapiro seems to have like a still like a near double digit lead. 
um, over him. So, so Shapiro's we'll see. winning that election, and I think Fetterman's going to squeak it out. You think so? I, I think Fetter, I think it was a sweep. I, I really Fetterman so. didn't do the um, didn't do the, uh, um, the debate debate, but yeah. I just think the whole Doctor Oz not really living in Pennsylvania. I just he's got a lot against him, yeah. and I don't know that he's likable enough. Like he's not Trump. Trump we Trump when Trump first hit the stage, you couldn't you, you were glued to him. It was like mm-hmm. a the greatest show in the world. It was nuts. I mean, he was just like nothing we've ever seen. Oz isn't that. Oz is just like a really annoying daytime talk show guy. Like he's not, yeah. he's really annoying. He's pompous. He's got plastic surgery. He looks weird. I, I think Fetterman may get the mercy vote. Like, ugh, I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to assume he just had a bad night. I feel bad for him. He's a good dude. Right. I think he gets it. And I think he's, he's far enough away from what they label the radical left socialists. Right, like right. he's not anti-cop. He's definitely pro police reform, but not to the extreme of like me and you. Yeah. Um, he's not talking and about I think he, he's blue collar. Yeah. And I think I, I, if I had to, it's really, really close. It's a total toss up with that one. But if you made me call it, I think Fetterman gets it. I think it's probably recounted. It's very close. I think uh, Sh- uh, um, uh, Sh- Shapiro mm-hmm. wins uh, handedly. I-, I-, I think it's not close. I think it's at least five to eight points he wins by. Okay. I don't know right. anybody. I know people voting for Dr. Oz yeah. or thinking about it. I don't know anybody. And those same people are not voting for Crazy Man. Oh, okay. So... All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The Democratic governor is going to pull through in, in Pennsylvania. Um, so, yeah, those are my picks for that. I think I think it's I think that's a that's a done deal. What's interesting is that um, and disturbing is when we remember when we had Catherine Stewart on who was talking about religious nationalism uh, in the sort of the Christian right and so on and their their political machine. Mastriano yeah. is like an example of that, right? He's a, he's a yeah. sort of a proud Christian nationalist um, who's uh, accepted money from effectively Nazis. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, he's, and, and it took him a while to sort of disavow that. And, you know, whenever it takes a while, that's always like, okay, really? Um, I, I don't know. Like, there's been so many times now that um, from really from Brexit on actually um, that we've been just sort of surprised that like how irrational maybe, I don't know what the word is, but like the the outcomes are just like, how is this, how did this happen? Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering, yeah, I think it's just gonna be a matter of turnout. Right. Is like if, if like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh turns out, um, then, then Shapiro's got it, right? Um, Shapiro it, has it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Not even a. Okay. I don't get these ones wrong. The, the the Fetterman one, I'm tossing up. I'm um. I think it's very close. I mm-hmm. could be wrong, but I think Fetterman squeaks by. Contested. I think it gets contested. I think he squeaks by. I think the governor's race is is over. I don't. I don't yeah. think it's. I don't think we'll be biting our nails that night. I think he's toast. Okay. All right. And here's the other thing. Well, I don't know where we're going. So uh, there's a lot to unpack here, but 
what we originally talked about in our open with um, Roe versus Wade. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw what happened in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Who would ever think Kansas would vote left? Yeah. Well, well, this is the thing. That's it's like Kansas, it's, it, dude. It's, it's it's not even left. That's that's the the misfire sure. in terms of of how it's been reported. Is that? Oh well, you know, America now has a sort of this different view on abortion. Actually, it doesn't. Like the super majority of Americans, left or believe right, believe pro choice. You know, pro choice. They may not, you know, maybe anti-abortion for themselves and so on, but they're like fundamentally also like I don't want the government there, right? Um, yes. And so that shows you how out of touch and radical uh, the Supreme Court is, right? Because they have this sort of hardcore. Um, extreme right Catholic wing that uh, for some reason believes only some of the pronouncements of um, Catholic social teaching, right? (laughs) Like, like they're totally pro death penalty, but they're, but they're, but they're, then they're pro life, you know, like, so they're, they're completely inconsistent. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, the other race, uh, was Ohio, right? So we've got like Pennsylvania. Um, Our boy Tim you know, Ryan, pe- man. Yeah, yeah. T- uh, Tim Ryan versus J.D. Vance, right? The hillbilly elegy dude. Um, and so I, I'm i pretty sure that Vance is probably going to win. Um, Tim Ryan is doing everything right. Um, he's got, he's, you know, He's got Sherrod Brown with him. He's, you know, you know, showing his kind of union credentials and, you know, like that he's got like the working class backing and so on. Uh, J.D. Vance is got Donald Trump on his side right now after after much, you know, um, you know, brown nosing. But um, I, I think. I'm really not hopeful with that one because it seems like Ohio, which, you know, always was kind of like, oh, that's kind of like a purplish state, you know? It seems mm-hmm. to be getting redder and redder as time mm-hmm. goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody, and, and again, this is just like, this is just like a celebrity, right? Like this guy is not a politician. Um, he was not involved in politics. He's a, he's a venture capitalist um, who wrote a book that made him famous, that made him a talking head. Um, uh, as as you know, kind of like the you know, uh, the poor white person whisperer or something like that, um, and and now he's you know famous and and now he's got the, the the credibility quote unquote because Trump has said vote for this guy, Tim yeah. Ryan. Um, again, I, I like I think he's done like an admirable job with with the, the hand he's been dealt, but I'm not hopeful for that one. Um, what do you think? Again, I think it's close. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I think Timmy's gonna pull it off, dude. Yeah. I think I, 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 JD's in a lot in most polls. Let's call it. He's. It's the, it's close, right? It's we're talking, maybe JD's like forty six percent. You know, something like that. Like, uh, maybe three or three or four points. I think in, the, in one of the latest polls ahead. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. 
Ohio is a very weird place, and I do think um, it is getting more red. That being said, I have to think. I have to assume. So here's how I'm making all my calls. It's not. It's okay. really not from the the gut. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to really think about this logically. Um, you know, Trump beats Hillary. Biden kind of whoops his ass, right? I mean, Biden beats him by a very large margin. I don't think life's gotten that much worse under Biden. There's some things that affect voting, gas, inflation. Uh, you know, and if you don't know anything about inflation, you can blame the president, even though it really has nothing to do with the president. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fair. Um, but I just, I have to believe that the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade has, uh, is going to tip it where it's either even or, you know, maybe they get a seat or two or something, but it's not, it's by no means a red wave. I don't think that's happening. Mm -hmm. I just, um, I have to look at Kansas and see what happened there. I have to assume that's going to happen everywhere. I have to well, assume that any woman that's going into the booth, obviously there's going to be ones that are going to vote red and they're going to stick to their, you know, whatever morals they have. Um, I think it's kind of like that 2016 polling where people said they were voting for Clinton. And I think there's a lot of people either lying or saying they're undecided. I, I think the Supreme court has helped the Democrats here. And I, and I think it does spill into the voting booth. I, I, I have to assume it does. If, if you make me make, if I, if, if which we love to do, if I'm going to make mm -hmm. my calls, yeah, right, right. I think that, when an election is as close as both that, the Fetterman one, and the J.D. Tim Ryan one, I have to think, they're neck and neck, that an issue as big as the government deciding what women can do with their bodies has to tip it to to the blue side. I just have to assume that. That's my logic. Yeah. Call me crazy later. If I'm wrong, call me you know, very logical. If I'm correct, we'll, we'll find out. But I, I think... I, I think Tim Ryan wins that one. And he's a okay. really perfect Democratic candidate. He's really center. Mm -hmm. He's 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 like what the Democratic Party loves. He's not mm -hmm. he's a little goofy. He's 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 pretty likable. Like I, yeah. I have a beer with yeah. him. He seems like a nice mm -hmm. guy. Um I actually know people that worked on some of his campaigns and they say he's a tremendously nice dude. Um and he's the perfect Democrat. He's probably what they need more Democrats like in, in those kinds of swing states. I think he's probably the model going forward as to like what Democrats are going to need to put up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, what I do you agree think? with you. In, you in, think JD's in, got it? I think JD is going to win it. Um, I just checked yeah. um, 538 and he's up by four points on the latest, latest yeah. poll from two hours ago. And, yeah, you know, I, that, it's not a commanding lead. Of course, you know, three days out in all sorts of stuff can change but but um i think it comes down to like with with the kansas thing i think it's a little bit different because it's one issue right so if you put one issue in front of voters um like i bet if you put gun control like if that was like a single issue on like, like like they were doing like here's a proposition proposition 49 on gun control there should be definitely you know a background check and one week waiting period that would that would win actually because most republicans also believe that right so democrats and republicans actually believe that but their political representatives are 
financially captured by other part or by other entities and therefore don't like actually fully represent the Republican view. Sure. Right? Sure. So so you know, if it was the case that um it wasn't JD Vance on the ballot but just abortion, um then I think that would be the case. I think when it's like a person and this person is backed by kind of all the people he should be backed by these days to be on the right. Um, and uh, is saying all of the things that that the right wing kind of universe, you know, believes and, you know, all of that. Um, I think, you know, things like, um, you know, issues kind of go to the side a little bit. And un unfortunately, like, I, I think it often comes down to like, oh, like this guy, you know, he's like Trump's vouching for him. So I'm, I'm going to vote for him. Um, and And like... You know, I don't really care about, you know, like what is actually I'm not going to go and like look at his website and check out all his positions and like that's not really it. Right. Like it's going to be it's inflation. Know, I, it's the economy. Yeah. It's abortion. And he's not uh, a Democrat. And he's not a Democrat. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. I think valid. I think that if anyone is thinks I'm wrong, that's a great that's their argument. I think. um I think women are going to tip the hat the other way. I just, I cannot, I cannot sit here and think that women are going to, to go, you know what? Gas is $4 instead of three. Yeah. The abortion thing, but you know, JD is going to help with gas. I mean, the economy is not a local level. Yeah. You want to take it out on the other, on the incumbent party, but I, I don't think so. I, I don't think I think Ohio goes back to Tim. I think he's a no name. I think he's a likable Democrat. He's on Fox News all the time. Um, and I think there's nobody that's like leaving the Democratic Party to vote for J.D. JD Vance. He's either getting what's there and will mm -hmm. lose some or, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah, that's my call. Yeah, I, okay. I don't. I don't right. feel that nervous about. I mean, I feel nervous about all of it. Let me clarify. But I don't. I don't feel like. You know, dude, there's a big fucking issue on the line here, man. This is, <laughs> and if people want to go in there and worry about their fucking gas tank, and your body, and not your bodies, or your your wives' bodies, or your partners' bodies, or your sister, or mother, whatever, then, you know, then then we're meant to go. We're meant to figure it out another way, and and go into that deep water and see what happens. But yeah. I don't know. Well, I hope I hope of... I really hope I'm wrong and that you're right. Um, and yeah, me let's, too. let's let's see what happens. But again, close toss up. I just if it's a toss yeah. up in in swing states, I think it goes blue. OK. OK. Yeah. And so now um, the other I, I only had one other thing I wanted to talk about, um, mm -hmm. which is like, I mean, it's not it's political, but it's not like formal politics. Kyrie, um, Kyrie sure. Irving, um, and, and maybe Kanye or yay, as he's now wants to be known. Sure. Um, uh, what do you, what do you think about these, these comments, right? So the, for those who haven't heard this, um, and, and as you know, me, Tony and I are mercifully off of, uh, social media, but you know, social media finds a way to get to you anyway, or at least the news about it. And like, now, is that like, I find that so weird. It's like, there's reporting on the New York times about tweets, you know, it's just like, mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. so, it's so bizarre, but anyway, um, but, uh, 
Kanye said something to the effect of, you know, he's coming for Jewish people. Um, and uh, I'm going death con on Jewish people tomorrow. Death, yeah. Death con three on Jewish death people. Con three right, on Jewish people. Right, right, right. Okay. And then Kyrie, um, also, you know, I think like shared some link to a documentary that was anti-Semitic, um, and kind of doubled down on it. And then when he was suspended, then did an apology, but even that apology was kind of like, um, half hearted. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's been, you know, like the Anti-Defamation League has been, you know, putting out press releases about this. And there's uh, a lot of reporting now on, you know, upticks in uh, anti-Semitism and so on. Um, what do you think about this? I, I, for me, it was just like, where's this coming from? Like, I, what, why? I knew that like Kyrie Irving's like anti-vax. He was a flat earther for a while. Um, and... Now he's, I guess, believes in the Jewish cabal. Um, so I, I don't know. Like maybe it's it just like, from? oh, this um, is just this is just like a conspiracy theory guy. I don't know. Uh, so I'll separate the two. Um, both inexcusable. Kanye West, you're seeing someone who we 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 know is bipolar, having right. a bipolar massive breakdown. I mean, he's having a psychological breakdown. You're watching it unfold. He, he lost a billion dollars like in a week. Um, that's mental illness. That's real. Inexcusable, but it's real. I feel bad for him. I actually still feel bad for him. I don't, I hate that this is happening. I hate that he has clearly surrounded himself with horrible people that let, you know, when, when people have that disorder, when they're on their high, they feel unstoppable. It's almost like you've been around someone that's on cocaine. They, they're, they're, they're like illogical. Invincible. Yeah. They're invincible. They are. And I watched that and I, we have a mental health crisis in the country and he, he actually should be the poster child of it. Like that is mental health. That is what happens when you don't address your mental health or when you go off your meds or when you believe you're, you're fine and you're watching a paranoid delusional human being completely unfold. So I I'm, I'm, clearly against all the stuff he's saying, but this is Kanye. I mean, this is a, this is a sick person. Kyrie is not mentally ill. Kyrie is a conspiracy theorist, brat, anti-vaxxer thinks he's so smart, but thinks the earth is flat. Um, and it's just unfortunate. You know, you watch these celebrities in general, like keep your head down. You're you get a $120 million contract. That's just for basketball. We're not talking about the shoes. No one's looking to you to talk to us about Jews or religion. No one gives a shit what you think. And I'm sorry. It's not a shut up and play thing. It's a just shut up when it comes to crazy controversial shit that you know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this like thing going on right now. And it's like, it's exhausting, right? Like, like you gotta, you gotta say like the fucking Jews can't catch a break. I mean, if it's not the fucking Nazis, if it's not, you know, white supremacists, it's like, now fucking a, a rapper and a, one of the probably the best basketball player in the world is like anti-Jew. Like what yeah. the fuck's going on here? Like right. when did this, how did the anti-Semites tap into putting the African-Americans against the Jews? Like, is this a thing happening now? Like, because, you know, and I was talking to my, one of my friends last night who's a black guy. We were talking about mm-hmm. it. And he said, it's like this whole thing, like, Jesus wasn't white. He was brown, like all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, sure. Fine. Who cares? Probably. I'm sure he was. I'm sure he did not have blonde hair and and look like the statues. And and we can talk about that. But like, that doesn't mean that you get to like come up with a conspiracy that like the Jews in Israel have somehow like 
gotten rid of all the real Hebrews and Jews. It's like, what the? F- it, 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 they should kick him out of the league, dude. Honestly, that's how bad that is. That to me, I'm sorry. That's like saying all the all the words with any race we know you never want to hear or say. That's the same shit to me. That should go right in there. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no yeah. place for that in the NBA, which is like pride themselves on like racial justice and like reform and like being there. And then you got this little shithead who ruined Boston, ruined the Cavs. I mean, helped him win a championship, but then got crazy. Goes to Boston. Boston was a, you know, in the NBA championship, but I think the year or not championship conference finals. And then Kyrie comes next year. They're trash. They get rid of him. Boston was in the fucking championship last year. Right. Goes to go, go, goes to the Nets with KD, the top five greatest basketball players, maybe the best scorer other than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of all time, and has ruined that team. Didn't show up. Was wasn't allowed to play in Brooklyn. They it's a disappointment. They're horrible. And then this year, like the year that maybe okay, COVID's over. I guess whatever you want to call it. Right, right. And now we're now we're racist that's our thing now it's a flat earth <laughs> to anti this so you know what can i do this year you know what let's attack the juice i i it just i don't know i, I don't want to get into it but it's like you got to feel especially for the, the the jewish community like god damn dude like th- now this <laughs> Look, this I've, said, I, I've said it before you know it's it's the oldest hatred right it and it's the oldest <sighs> hatred it's got this durability and uh it comes back uh, over and over again from different mouths. It's like you have more guises. in common than yeah. you don't. Like you, like blacks have been treated terribly. Jews have been treated terribly. If anything, this is this is not enemy. These are not enemies. Yeah, yeah. Historically, we could talk about another one and we can get into it. But like, it's just I'm so over Kyrie. I'm so over. That's, 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 that's how I feel too. Like, you know, I obviously don't follow the NBA as much as, as you do. But when I, when I have watched him play, I'm like, man, he's like such an exciting player. And like, he's like, you know, he's so good. And, um, but like anything, anytime he opens his mouth, I'm like, I hate this guy. Like, I I can't stand this guy. He's a smug little shit. You know what they should do? Kick his ass out. Send him to the Sixers. We need help. Let him, let oh, him, you man. know what? That's, that's purgatory. Set him to yeah. Philly. Yeah, okay? He should have been and part we'll of the trade. <laughs> yeah, we'll torture him in Philly. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my view All on right. that. Kanye, I actually think Kanye is a very important artist. I think he's a generational artist. I think he's one of those dudes that actually is like, I know, I don't say genius for stuff. He's yeah, not yeah. like Einstein's a genius. Kanye is not. Kanye is a, is a generational talent and artist up there with any artist from any time that has changed the landscape of music that is you know jesus walks kyle dropout like these are these are some of the greatest songs ever created i mean most of jay-z's good stuff that's all kanye i mean this guy is next level talent who is who is having a mental breakdown and i hope he recovers um is somehow different you know, they figure something out with this guy and he actually becomes a mental health advocate. That's that's the happy ending for Kanye is that he'll never get back to where he was. He makes music again and, you know, goes all in to be like a, a champion for the mental health crisis. And, th- and then I think Kanye can recover historically, you know, 50 years from now as like a guy who had this horrible thing happen to him, was 
said horribly offensive stuff and recovered and did a lot of good, you know, with the second chapter of his life. That's, that's my hope for Kanye. Kyrie, I never want to see again. Um, well, dude, it's good to be back. Um, you know, lo- a lot going on. I think important stuff. I-, I really get, I get fired up around elections, you know, leading into the next presidential election. Yeah. This is where I, I thrive. I like it. We get to make calls. We get to have fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad we're, we're back. You know, you know what we need to do? We need to bring back party favors now that you okay. know, after this election, let's just start doing that again. Yep. We'll start next week. No Politics at the Dinner Table is produced by Amit Prakash. Uh, tuned still by Jeep Bayroy. Still, still right. sending us wonderful tracks. Uh, super talented guy. Um, Amit and I cannot take credit for that, but it really does make our podcast kind of cool. Yeah. Um, we will, um, we'll see you next week. See you next week.